Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Welcome to Rat's Nest. It's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and our cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shan. And these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm, of course, talking about Jeremiah St. Baby. Ooh, ah, it's me, Jeremiah St. Baby. Tales from the cryptocurrency, oh, everybody. Oh, Lord. And I'm also talking about Hank Ass, of course. Hi, Sherman. Oh. Okay. Hello to you, Hank. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Not so good. Okay. But, oh, wow. I'm tired. What is going on with you? I've been burning the billionaire's candle at all eight ends. Oh, yep, no. yep. For the listener, the billionaires have one candle, but there's eight ends, eight wicks. It's a rotating candle in three-dimensional space, obviously. It's like those those kind of children's toy ball things that have the suction cups all around it. It's like a ball, but it's just made of you know, prongs, prangs with suction cups at the end. It's like that, yeah. but without the suction cups. It's instead it's wicks. And once it gets burning, it's self it's self sufficient. You mm-hmm. cannot extinguish it. And you know, we talk about eight wicks. Maybe people start thinking about a menorah. That is not by chance, because we do have a similar story of the billionaire who led five other billionaires into the desert. Yeah. But it was a dark night. This cloud cover over the stars. Yeah. And they only had one candle, but they prayed. Millionaire style, they made they made a couple phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Someone I think was there was an app, some yep. sort of a yes, you some got sort it. of a delivery app, and someone delivered all all that shit I just described. Right. Hank ass, I love it when you we gather around what we you know people think is a menorah, but it is definitely not, and you retell the story, the story of the of, first yes. millionaires. But you know, a lot of people get hung up on the apps thing. They're like, okay, so this was in the last like 15 years. And I say, all right, yeah. Yeah, billionaires yeah. got apps at the same time as all of you. Yeah. Uh, how about you say another dumb thing and I'll yeah. just pretend it's correct. These dances, yeah. they go like, oh, okay, so it's like an allegory, I guess. And we, and we have to kind of be like, uh, yeah, and then wink at each other quite a bit. 
Yeah. So all this to say, Hank, you are pretty tired. As I said, I've been burning the billionaire's candle at all eight ends. Right. And now our listeners know what that means. Thank you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So what specifically is uh, occupying your billionaire's mind, my friend? I guess I'm just wondering what it's all about. Big question. I mean, huge question. Yeah. Big boys with big money often... You know, we have big thoughts about big questions. and I mean, yeah. you guys remember how we used to talk about, is there a God? Mm. We used sure. to have that conversation. And then we yeah. did that thing where we had the Federal Mint print up a billion dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And then we put it at the end of a fishing line and took a sort of early um, commercial space liner up into yep. space. Right. Yep. And yes. then dangled the fishing rod down from there and then we saw this kind of god-like creature kind of yeah. peek peek out <laughs> we heard him say a billion dollars <laughs> then he grabbed it and we got him in the hand yeah we tried yes. to gobble it with his mouth but and we hooked him he, oh yeah mouth. i was gonna say he, he hooked well, him it wasn't it wasn't as easy as just grabbing him if i remember correct i didn't think we were gonna get that close mm-hmm. yeah and we talked to him and we we all got drunk, and I think we all made some mistakes that night. Yes, we yeah. did. That was yeah. Another, uh, yeah. another night of Mike's heart, if I remember. Michael right. was up there Michael, with us. Yeah. Michael was up there, stone sober, but acting <laughs> acting like he was. He was the space liner DD. Yeah, listen to last week's ep if you don't know what we're talking about. But Mike of Mike's heart, sorry, Michael of Mike's heart was very much with us that evening. I was on three three or four Mike's heart. I I must have blacked out or something. I called God a fraud and a phony, a jerk, and. Uh, Piece you bent him over your knee. You red assed him. I, I red assed him his ass quite hard. He's a Andy Circus looking ass little little bish, if I can say so uh, directly. He looks a lot like Andy Circus, kind of playing any of his weird little characters. God bless uh, him, though. You know, yeah, kind of a large head, large eyeballs, spindly little, almost like a. The closest I can think of what he looked like to me, anyways, was like a chupacabra. He had some dog qualities, absolutely. Yes, he, did. he was kind of mangy. Yeah, like covered a in sort of a weird fur. Yeah, he had a rumple yeah. stiltskin. Yes. He kept saying, you know, he can't guess my name, can't guess my name. <laughs> We'd say, God. He'd go, <laughs> yeah. he'd go dang. Damn, damn. Got me. another shot of Mike's raspberry. Okay, so you've been reminiscing, I, I guess, huh? I don't know. I just feel yeah. like everything since we met that little creep and then he came down to earth and stayed in your guest room for a while and he got so annoying. Yeah. I'm just like, so I've replaced the question of, is there a God with, ah, why can't there be a cooler God? Cooler God. Yeah. That's the guy who made me. I haven't even thought about that when he stayed over. I still have. He left a Toronto sketch fest t-shirt in my, in my guest room. Yeah, and he was, he, and I he every, every show. Yeah, every like every like you know six months or whatever. Whenever I have a guest come over, you know, not many guests coming over these days due to the pandemic. But whenever I have somebody who's vaxxed come over, I go and I tidy up. I want to tidy up, and then I find this shirt again, and I text him. I'm like, "Hey, man!" I text him a picture of me hold, hey holding the shirt. Remember? Wait, yeah. You said you'd come and get it. D- what should I throw it out? You know? And he's like, "Oh man, I forgot. Oh, you still have it? Oh my gosh!" But then he never. You know, I'm expecting a, oh, I'll, you know, when's good for you? None of that. None of yeah. that. Yeah. You know what? He's, At least he returns your calls. Well, it's text. He won't even, I, I've tried uh, calling and he says like, oh, hey, missed your call. What's up? And I try and call again and he's like, oh, I can't answer right now. 
I'm like, yeah, yes, you can. I know you can. You know, if you're if yeah, you're answering yeah. my text, you can pick up the phone for thirty seconds. We'll make plans yeah, to get your shirt back. Now I'm just yeah. kind of. I've got this shirt. I don't know what to do with it. It's it's like, I, what if I throw it out and then he wants it? Right, you know I mean? right. Then I'm a bad guy. Teach him a lesson. You you did remind me how much fun we had with God at <laughs> at Toronto Sketch Fest, yes, even though yes. he went to Sketch You Bader and yeah. <laughs> Which to our listener, you can just the sketch you better sign up. Just know, sketch you better Vader is a is like a late night sketch show that every sketch fest. I think most yeah. sketch fests. I've I've seen them in, in Philly. They do them all over the place they for do all the over. troops. Can it's kind of a party for all the sign troops. up. Yeah. You sign up you and sign you up, just yeah. you can just do a sketch. You can do one of the sketches from your show, but that's not great. You want to do one that you know the audience is wouldn't like yeah. but these com you know other comics can appreciate or one that's raunchy or whatever you know it stays in yeah. the room it it's fun you party yeah. and it's a sloppy fun time yeah. but it's crazy that god wanted to do it that's nuts he, to me he signed up so many times yeah <laughs> do you remember the one that kind of like sort of stopped the show but like it was like a showstopper but in a bad way oh, he just did the dead parrot sketch but he peppered <laughs> it with slurs yeah it was <laughs> too much uh <sighs> Well, shit, Hank. Uh, I'm sorry you're feeling so despondent. I mean, gosh. I, you know what I think would help? A little uh, charity. You better clarify what you're saying now or I'm going to zip over to your house on my pneumatic tube line, Elon style, and red-ass you on mic. Yeah, okay, well. Zip into mine as well to watch. Before I finish my sentence, I'm just going to tell the help to turn off the Hyperloop connection under my house right now. Oh, yeah, Hyperloop. That's what it's called. <laughs> but look, a little charity would bring you up because I like. I let me remind you, I'm still trying to bump my way up back to back to a billion dollars. And, uh, you know, the spirit of charity I've read can help your soul or whatever that is kind of mend through troubled times. Uh, so, you know, if you want to lend me, you know, a couple of couple million dollars oh this is just some this is so twisted this is so gross and nasty i thought you were back on top what the hell happened yeah what happened with those weird cards those card games you know your little uh ventures your little uh yeah i'm being sued by pokemon cards you name it everybody's coming after me digimon the estate of babe (laughs) ruth uh, all the other knockoff yeah. cards are coming after me. Tops, base sports cards. You name it. The garbage pail b- ki- bastard Super kids Mario. are coming Super after Mario me. Super Mario called you up. He said, I'll see you in Super Mario Court. Oh, my God. Who, who is the judge in the court of Super Mario? Oh, shit. You know what? I just remembered they did a bad SNL sketch about this. <laughs> with Elon. <laughs> with with our Elon. boy Elon as Wario. <laughs> what the How fuck was that about? I, How could you hey, forget? And, you know, a lot of our... A lot of folks at snl friends of ours are listeners and i don't want to i don't want to shit on them but what the fuck is that <laughs> what is no 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 here? i like it when you have a non-comedian as the host and not even just a non-comedian a famously uncharismatic man right and then and then you create a, one of your classic eight minute sketches and force him to immediately do most of the comedic most heavy lifting <laughs> he's playing the character Amazing, oh, guys! I'm just trying to bring my self back up. Like I'm a, I'm like five, I'm a half bill away. 
from three commas, and I thought, you know, yeah, charity, in the spirit of charity, you know, you'd live me a half bill, and uh, look, you know what's got to happen? The city of Toronto, because of my boner with CN Tour, they're forcing me to pay for the Dundas street name change. They are changing the names, yeah. Dundas was a bad guy. We don't need to get into what he did. We don't need to get into it, but apparently they want me to take care of changing the name and all the businesses and helping the people that have houses and apartments on there. It's two subway stations have the name in it. We can brainstorm some names for you, help you out. It's not even that. It's just that it costs so much. I guess. Yeah, we can yeah. brainstorm some names. Yeah, don't worry sure. about it. That's if fine. that's the issue. Well, why don't we go the Prince route? We go uh, the street formerly known as. <gasps> Hang or on, we slow do down. A, we do a symbol. Like yeah, Prince. we, we should get symbol. into symbols. Yeah. Do you think we should do the symbol? How, how do you think GPS would handle that? I think maybe GPS would just try its best to describe it. So they'd be like, uh, oh, they'd be like, turn okay, left on. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, so there's a, it starts as a circle. And then there's like some squiggles inside, parallel. Parallel squiggles. One another. Yeah, parallel squiggles. Okay, okay, let me start over. Okay, GPS. okay. Okay, so let me start over. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, so we've all seen an egg. <laughs> Oh, 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 you missed it. Okay, I don't mind that. We, we can go with a symbol. You know what? Yeah. That makes it cheaper to replace all the signs. It's just a little picture. And the picture's worth a thousand words. <laughs> Good catch there, Jeremiah. Good catch. You know, or we could, or we could, you know, just name it after some uh, prominent Canadians. Um, Shad Street. Shad Street, yeah. We'll finally name a street after Shad. Mark Critch. <laughs> Avenue. That's from Critch, our producer. Critch Lane. Mark Critch I'm Lane. not, we're not, avenues Mark, are up and down. Forget it. Okay. Red Green Red Boulevard. Green okay. Way. Oh, that's a great one. Guys, I'm coming back. I can feel my billions replenishing somehow from this list that we're building. Oh, you know what? I've got the one. Mad Child Avenue. <laughs> Mad Child from North Vancouver's Swollen Members. Yeah. We can do a big ribbon cutting. He can come out. He can sort play. of before he, before he cuts the ribbon, he can antagonize some onlookers. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we we need more spotlight on North Vancouver's own Mad Child. Today's show sponsored by who are we sponsored by today? Charmin toilet paper. Oh, you can't say enough about Charmin toilet paper. You've seen the commercials where the father bear is absolutely abusing himself on the rolls and rolls and rolls of toilet paper. And then the baby and the mom sort of exchange a look about, you know, I hope there's, you know, save some for the rest of us. And they've sort of moved away from the idea that it's soft and just to the idea that even a bear, this is enough. There's always enough. There's enough. (laughs) With these other brands. I guess that's it, yeah. With your massive bear ass. Bear. Bear ass. You're going to swallow these things up. <laughs> With Charmin, it's fine. The situation is fine. Charmin, it's under control. It's under control. <laughs> Be you bare or simply a horrible large man, <laughs> greedy for the stuff, Charmin <laughs> will not humiliate you in front of your family. It's the toilet paper choice for the nuclear family. Yeah, be, be that family, you know, two and a half kids. Or two and a half cubs. Charmin toilet paper. <laughs> no matter how big and a hairy, a big hairy ass that holds the moisture. Toilet paper doesn't stand a chance against that. 
you're not gonna you're not gonna make any headway. You might as well just give up. Go dunk it in a lake. Go dunk it in a river. You're a bear. Go find a pond and give a little dunk. I like in the Charmin commercial when Timothy Treadwell from the documentary Grizzly Man shows up <laughs> and tries to befriend the massive shitting bear dad. <laughs> and he kind of swats out of it, tells him to get out of there. And Timothy goes, hey, hey now, that's bad. <laughs> you sort of hear Herzog's voice come over the commercial and he talks about how Timothy sees a bear using the toilet paper as sort of a natural <laughs> extension of... You know, a nat- of a harmony, of a harmonious relationship with one's own personal waste, waste and with yes. the trees from which the paper derived. But Herzog himself doesn't agree. He sees it as chaos <laughs> and murder. Of course. <laughs> he hears only the screams of the trees. Incredible product, but I, if I'm being completely honest, I... I don't know that I'll ever forgive them for fucking my name up. Sherman toilet paper, you thought you wanted it to be. Sherman. Yeah, yeah. they really threw you under the bus. You lost out probably millions, probably billions nearly. People buy that shit every day. The branding alone, it's, uh, it's you know, there's no way to calculate how much, uh, how much I lost on that. Right. I still agree for you. Uh, speaking of hard times, um, my dad, uh, my father, wow. uh, Sherman Michael Shunk, dad, um, <laughs> the great man himself. Yes. Well, as you guys know, he's he's a bit of a car guy. Um, oh you yeah. Know, a few a few years ago, he told me that he needed some financial help uh, with some elective surgery that he was getting, and I misunderstood what that meant. I assumed that that meant he was getting some sort of you know facial reconstruction or some sort of chip that would allow him to run for you know a seat in office. Oh, um, so you're saying he didn't want that? Well, that's what I thought elective surgery was. Yeah. So, oh, to some, be a, so that a bionic, could, right? A bionic edition. Yeah. So that he Super could, hearing. so that he could then run for office. Elective yeah, to be electable. Yes, yeah, be electable. Yeah. But yeah, um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yes, that was not what it was for. Uh, oh, it wasn't eh? No. Well, what I found out is that that's not what that term means. Actually, no, yeah. it means I that see. you chose. You've chosen this surgery. I see. It's not necessary, necessarily. Uh, and he, yeah. what I found out after, you know, post the surgery, was that he had elected to turn himself into the first half uh, man, half car. Yeah, and let me just Hence, uh, say that I saw that that's where this yeah. was going, but I love that you took the longest detour <laughs> through <laughs> elective <laughs> surgery, <Hey>. misunderstood. <laughs> it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a Shunk original story without... Uh, taking the longest possible route. And you know what? When we're talking routes, we're talking detours. We're talking people being turned into cars, baby. That's right. Thank you. I like it when the setup is more confusing (laughs) than the punchline. The setup is more heightened and surreal. It's called called subversion, all right? It's called subversive comedy. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking my audience on a journey. Yeah. And and you know what? This is just proving once again that the journey is is uh, better than the destination, yeah. which is the case for many of my stories. I love it. So he's he's uh, he's, so he's made himself been, half car. Yes, he's been half man, half car for some time now. Okay, he's fully healed. He's recovered. I mean, I guess uh, this is the thing. Like, how how does a man recover from such an operation? Uh, you know, these were questions I asked him. Uh, before he elected to take the surgery, and 
you know, we know the answer now, and the answer is you simply do not. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, still got some infections. He's yeah. still got some infections, and by some, I mean, you know, as many as you can possibly have. Uh, <laughs> I thank our little chupacabra god uh, every day of my life that, that I managed to convince him to not go as far as to get enough surgery where he could transform at will from man to car. That was a whole other argument that was had between us. It'd be preferable, though, wouldn't it? I'm not convinced that it would have worked had he gone for the uh, the other option because it certainly isn't quite working the way he expected it to. As it not enough, not enough horsepower. Is that the? Let's just say he's running out of gas. Uh, okay. He needs his oil checked at all times, okay. and I've been doing yeah. that personally. Good for you. Wow. Well, it's you know I'm his. I'm his son, and also it's my duty. You took him for a spin, though. Come on. That's disgusting. It's his father, Jeremiah. It's a wasted opportunity. You're not going to take your dad for a spin? Anyways, boys, I don't know what to do. I, I, You know, the last thing I want to do is leave him at some dump or whatever. Some fucking junkyard. I can't yeah, put my just dad cube in, a, in a, you know, a no one market. would ask you to do that. <laughs> but I, I have to. I absolutely have to. <laughs> so you won't drive him, but you leave him at a dump. He's a lemon. <laughs> the bigger issue here is that, well, as you guys know, my son's birthday is coming up. He's turning sweet sixteen, and yeah. I promised him his very own car, and he had his eyes set on a specific vehicle, and. uh dad it's it's dad it's sherman michael shunk dad <laughs> it's his it's his grandpa it's his grandfather you got to get your dad up and running in time to give your son for the big sweet sweet 16 yes big sweet 16 spin spin around the block yeah wow that's uh, i mean that's modern up. family right there <laughs> <laughs> That should be yeah. an episode of Modern Family. That really should have been. Honestly, I, I wake up sometimes and I'm, I'm writing in my diary about it, and I and I'm worried that I'm plagiarizing. To be honest, I'm like, this has to right. be. I'm I'm scanning through my DVD collection of Modern Family season yeah. by season, trying to figure out did they do this? But you know, this is great though. Look, you get to work on a jalopy with your son, who wouldn't and the and the jalopy is your dad. Three generations of shunks in the garage. Just oh, that's fun. Using a hack, a wrench, a hex wrench, a socket wrench on your yeah. old man. Yeah. That's great. That's fun. You know, you give the car to your son, and then he gets to, like, look after it. I guess you're that's right. nice. Yeah. It's responsibility. You know, what better way than to give my son a project, something that he has to be responsible for? It feels kind of weird to lump my own father off, but, hey, you know, i got to teach the kid at some point. <laughs> Do you remember when we put that guy in, in your hyper tube and then shut off? I think it was Hanks. We shut yours off and he just. Well, we closed the loop and we put him in and just turned it on. Yeah. So he just went like. I've never seen someone just disappear. <laughs> he kind of yeah. like, it's almost weird to say that he like died because he was moving so quickly that by the time we remembered yeah. that he was in there, there wasn't even, there was nothing in there yeah i stand by the theory that he kind of still is you know what i mean yeah maybe not in the tube anymore but he kind of is still like you know around like my eyes are widening as I, i'm kind of moving my arm my hands like my fingers are splayed out i'm going oh he's kind of right. like oh he's, he's yeah you know he's somewhere yeah his particles are still in the tube and they're yeah. not going anywhere unless yeah. they leave the tube on our bodies right he gooified he turned into a mist yeah who was that guy harry Connick jr 
Right. That explains it. That explains why he hasn't been anywhere. We, he was going to be the first crooner to go in a, a hyper loop. <laughs> but you thought it was funny as a prank, right, Sherman? To now close I remember. The loop. Yeah. Close the loop and crank it up before he's in the ship. Yeah, yeah you got you sort of croon his, your way out of this one. When you travel in the tube now, you do sort of hear this ghostly gorgeous sort of lounge oh wow lounge singing tone you know you sort of hear the piano tinkling in the air and you can sort of hear a man kind of flirtatiously singing his sins these are kind of these are like the ghost stories that billionaires tell their kids you know regular folks have their ghost stories and billionaires have ghost stories like this you know do you guys know any good ghost stories i have one great ghost story that i love to tell it's, oh, it's relatively please. short. Please. Love please. to hear it. Okay. Maybe you've heard this one before. This is kind of a classic ghost story. Okay. There was a man, and he had, he had, there was a, he had a daughter. And he says, okay, daughter, it's time to go to bed. Maybe, Stefan, you can put some spooky stock music under this. That would be great. Okay. So the man, he says, daughter, go to sleep now. She goes up to bed, and he stays up watching TV or whatever. And then he hears a little rustling, and she comes to the top. She says, Daddy, Daddy. She's yelling for him, but Daddy, Daddy, there's someone There's someone in my closet. And he goes, what? No, come on. There's nothing there. Go on. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. She goes back to bed. And a couple minutes later, he's still watching. A couple minutes later, she goes, Daddy, Daddy, please. There's somebody. There's somebody in the closet. And he goes, what? Come on. Let me. What are you doing to me? Get back to bed. Get back to bed. This goes on a third time until he's finally yeah. like, all right, now it's been three times. I have to go and check on my dog. It goes up and she's like, Daddy, there's there's someone in my closet. Please, go and look. And he goes, all right, I'll go and look. And he opens the closet. And there in the closet, sitting in the closet, is his daughter. And she looks up at him and says, Daddy, there's someone in my bed. And then he remembered he had two daughters. <laughs> yes. The daughter was a woman. Well, yes. The da- yes. Turns out the daughter was a woman. That's a, I love that. It's a bad, it's a bad dad. That's a, a bad, bad dad. And what greater horror story than a bad dad? The forgetful dad. The, that one's called the forgetful this, yeah. daddy. And his two and daughters. His two daughters. Yeah. You should preface it. You should preface spooky. it with the title and then tell the story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think ruin it too quickly. This story's called The Forgetful Dad and His Two Identical <laughs> Twin Daughters. I got another ghost story for you guys. Are you ready for this other Let's ghost hear, story? Oh my God. So this farmer. Get some spooky music under this. This farmer is carrying a duck and he goes up to his own home and he knocks on the door his wife comes to the door and she says what do you want and he says this is the pig I've been having relations with and his wife says that's a duck and he says I was talking to the duck Oh, <laughs> and that's the story. How am I gonna sleep Woo! tonight? Of that the bad is. husband <laughs> and his duck confidant. <laughs> that gave me chills. I wow. love that as a movie title, Duck Confidant. Duck con, con- yes, because yeah, that's a yeah. what is that? What's confi? That's a play. That's a fun yeah. play on word. Well, fellas, we really went deep on our um. You know, our increasingly frequent 
no guest episode. <laughs> we don't want to book guests anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just wanted to hear some ghost stories. And I'll be honest, I got a little spooked there. So I'm kind of just. Oh, and let me say this, uh, Jeremiah. Um, the ghost stories were well-timed because we're all excited for next week, Billionaire's Halloween. That's right. Billionaire's Halloween. Billionaire's Halloween. You must must tune in next week for Billionaire's Halloween. We'll be celebrating all up and down uh, what will soon be the renamed Dundas Street. I don't want to spoil it, but it'll be Young and Mad Child Square. Uh, Well, I'll take this time to thank my two rats. I want to thank... Jeremiah saying, baby. Every little bit coin counts. And I want to thank Hank Ants. <sighs> I hear you. <laughs> I, no, I hear you. And I've been Sherman Michael Shunk. Join us next week for Billionaire's Halloween. Wear your costume. Thank you, Stefan, for remembering to put spooky music under all of our scary stories. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> In the rat's nest, listeners. Bye-bye.